There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too, and you've found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hello, everybody. I'm Tommy D., sports director at the Tennessean. I'm here with Eric Bacharach. Hi. And Gentry Estes. Hello. And we are picking every game against the spread here on Talkin' Titans this week, as we have been doing. Uh, Eric, you're, you're leader still. You went 10-5 and five in week five last week. You were 41-32-1 on the season. I give all the credit to my, my Titan strategy, which is, you know, when they're expected to win, pick them to lose. When they're expected to lose, pick them to win. It's really that simple. And you're 3-2 and two on your pick of the weeks. Mm-hmm. I, I give all the credit of going 10-5 and five last week to my lucky nickel because I flipped it every time, <laughs> made the choices because I've been so bad before that. I figured I could go 50-50, and I guess it swung the other way. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably go the other way this week. 26-45-1 this season against the spread. So when you hear my picks, keep that in mind. If you have money to gamble, go to the, I don't know, play craps. Do something else with it than if you're listening to my picks. And you went nine and six last week, Gentry. You joined us a little later in the season. You were twenty three and eighteen on the year. I'll take that. Take that. that. That's making money. Is what that is. Right. I'm two and three on my picks of the weeks, and Gentry is one and two. So you are again the leader, Eric. Have you decided what you want to eat when we have to buy you food? Probably just straight cheese. Honestly, a, a big pie. First of all. You start like, scouting places around Nashville? So I've got a couple places in mind. We're not going Papa John, no offense. No, we're no. Not going like um, listen, I'm from New York. We, 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 first, we both agree on Grimaldi's, Grimaldi's being the spot. Best pizza joint in Brooklyn and probably in, well, in Long Island too, right? There is one on Long Island, actually. Okay. Uh, Where are you now again? I'm, I was from Long Island. Okay. But, uh, yeah, there's one under the Brooklyn Bridge, one on Long Island. So, I, you know, I've set my bar high, and I'm uh, keeping that in mind as we go through. We'll go up there and do it. If you, you, pay for the, you pay for the the plane rides, we'll pay for the pizza. <laughs> I have a question on the uh, the pick of the week, right? So j- just for everybody who, who doesn't know, we, we basically lock up a game each week, and now that was a separate thing. But for our college picks, we're picking games we not, we no, we're not normally picking. What does it matter now It's just to let people know that, that we're not very good, except with the possible exception of Eric, at the one we think – it's like the one game, if you're going to bet on one game this week mm-hmm. – that's the one I like. The line, the pick, I like the best. So it's I've, just I've, a way to keep it. It's not an extra loss on your record. So I've been good, just not clutch. You know, right. just not with the lock. Right, but, right, know. yeah, yeah. If you were like, oh yeah, I'm good picking, but I'm going to go lay a hundred bucks each week, you wouldn't be doing so well. Okay, so that that, that that's, makes sense there. And and we use the bet mg bet mgm odds at betmgm.com. Those are the lines you can find on that website. So. We are also picking this on Wednesday afternoon, so if you find a line is a little different when you look at it than when we pick it, it's because it's moved. And we're going to just start on Thursday, and you guys don't even get to talk here, the best Thursday night game of the season on the schedule, the Giants, who are horrific against the Patriots, who are not. The Patriots are giving 16.5 points, and we all pick the Patriots. Announced today, Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram all out this for this game for the Giants. So. I'm out too. I'm not watching it. Yeah, that's that's a rough. I'm outside. That's a rough Thursday I'm out. Nighter. I'm out doing something. I'm not. Watching They've had it. some really good Thursday night games here the last couple oh, yeah. of weeks. Actually, since the, since the Titans game, the last few have been really good. Mm-hmm. But this, this is not going one. to be one now. No. So Sunday we we go to jolly old England to London Town, 
where the Panthers are giving a point and a half against the Buccaneers. And you're going to share a quick story about your trip to London last year, Eric, when you went to cover the Titans. That's tough because there are a bunch of stories from the Titans practicing in front of a little castle, which was pretty cool. The field they played on drew a lot of complaints just because it was like patchy and it looked like a high school field. And there was so there was pitch soccer. It, it might have been a, a technically a pitch. I didn't get an official ruling on that, but that was cool. The coolest thing for me though was actually the flight over to London because I sat business class, which honestly was was a top five experience of my life. I was in one of those little pods, you know, that I could sleep in, stretch my legs out. Food was really good on the plane, not necessarily London, although it was, it was okay. I had a lot of fish and chips. Cheerio. Yeah, and uh, up. and uh, I sat like a, a pod and a half away from Eddie George, which was really cool, who was in town for the game, in London for the game. You know you're in the right part of the plane when you're in the part where Eddie where George is. Exactly. Walking past him on your way back to the where where you're sitting, which is the way it usually works for me. Right. It was not that uh, I spent a lot of time on planes with Eddie George, but people like <laughs> or transatlantic flights. Yeah, really. Exactly. Yeah, but. So it was pretty cool. Uh, was it was an Airbus or was it a Boeing? Believe it was a Boeing. It was it was yeah. a big plane. Yeah, uh, was, I've been on Airbuses, which are nice because they got the whole full entertainment center in front of you. I think it was a Boeing. Not a hundred percent sure oh, well. on that. Sorry. Uh, no. Anyway. Eddie George was really cool. I spoke with him after this eight-and-a-half-hour flight. I asked him a couple of questions for a story, and he could not have been more cool after a long flight. Maybe it was just the fact that it didn't feel like a flight. It certainly didn't to me. So that was that was my big takeaway from London was you know, the flight. Chelsea and Manchester United and Liverpool and Arsenal, they need to start playing regular season games in the United States. If we're going to do this, if we're going to keep sending NFL teams every week – why? Why they do they? They send them to the MLS All Star yeah, game, but they don't send, count. No, but they send like their eighth team. Also, they don't send the stars. Well, do you think the They're fans like guys who are signed with Barcelona but don't actually play with? Barcelona. How do you think the fans at Liverpool would respond if they said, "All right, your home game, nah, you're going to go play that in Chicago." <laughs> like, like really, you know, because that's what happened. The Raiders had to play a home game against the Bears in London last week, and I guess the the Bucks are giving up theirs with this one. And I'm I'm not sure that Liverpool couldn't beat both of these teams. <laughs> I would pay to see that. Which gets us back to our picks. The Panthers are giving one and a half points against the Buccaneers in London, and I'm taking the Panthers, even though I'm not totally in love with them. I like I like the Bucks less. I think the Bucks are capable of of a lot from what we've seen. I, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I kind of had had a hard time getting a read on them from week to week. But I like that offense. I like what it's capable of. What it's shown. They beat the Panthers earlier this year. That was the game. I think Cam was still playing at that point, but he was a little bit banged up. You know, this one is is you know kind of different just in that it's in London. So, so you, know, you don't you, know what to expect, really. Then. Yeah, These but if you're going to give me some points or a point and a half, I'll take it. I, I went with the Panthers only because I think they're a little bit better team and they played pretty well with Kyle Allen, but I, I don't have a read on this one. These London games are weird. Last week I did lock up the Bears against the Raiders, and then, of course, the Raiders won, so that shows what, what, what I'm... Liverpool um, definitely would have been, beat the Bears that day. <laughs> I, don't uh, know, I don't know. Do they have Josh Jacobs? <laughs> <laughs> we move along to a game that we're not going to talk about and we're not going to watch. The Redskins are giving three and a half points to the Dolphins, who are the worst team in the history of football. Second only to maybe the Redskins, but now probably a little worse than the Redskins. I think we're about to decide it, really. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot at stake here, including three and a half point line. I kind of like that half point hook, but we all went with the Dolphins because you had to pick one of these teams, and we'd rather be in position 
where the we Dolphins, didn't have to pick one of these teams. The Dolphins are the one that didn't just fire their head coach. Yeah. And What's they're at home. So we home. don't know why. That's about as good as I've got for this. Can they bring back Theo Lemon or something? Uh, is that his name? Is that, wasn't that right? Anyway. Cleo. Cleo the Lemon. Cleo the Lemon. Okay. <laughs> but the, I'll say, if you have a fantasy team where – some of your better players are on the Redskins or the Dolphins. This is your week to shine. Exactly. This is your week Start to, them to all. put these guys out. Start them all. Not in good shape, God but this is the week. All right, the Eagles are at the Vikings. The Vikings are given three points at home. I am taking those points, but you guys are not. I think the Eagles are a pretty good team. I think the Vikings are a pretty good team, but I think the Eagles are possibly still a real contender, and I don't think that works for the other team. I like the Vikings at home. I mean, I, I still think – you know, the weapons are there for that pass game to, to take off, you know, as frustrated as Stefan Diggs is, and they still have Dalvin Cook, and the defense is still pretty good. If you're going to give me them three points at home, I agree with what you're saying about the Eagles, but I just I like the Vikings. Eagles secondary is kind of a mess right now. They're banged yeah. up. They're playing like a undrafted free agent out there at corner, and Minnesota's not the team you want to do that against. You, you Thielen and Diggs, despite the issues in their passing game right now, are still very, very good. Mm-hmm. And the Vikings have, have been – outstanding at home pretty bad on the road but outstanding at home i think eagles are a tough team to 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 measure though they're 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 one that they keep winning and you're not really sure how a lot of times they won that game against the packers on thursday night when it was just how in the world did they win that game but they're they're that kind of team right now yep the texans visit the chiefs um a little shine off the chiefs they're given six and a half points but they don't look like this impossible to stop team that they were earlier and texas is pretty good at stopping folks Mm -hmm. and i think they're going to end up being a pretty good team i think they're going to win this division that the titans are in and i am therefore taking the six and a half points i'm not 100 percent sure they win kansas city's tough place to play but i think they at least cover i agree i think the texans right now are certainly the favorite in the afc south we saw what that offense is capable of last week i think deshaun watson is you know, certainly a top five quarterback in the league. I just think the Chiefs have a good bounce back, you know, after a tough one against the Colts, especially at home. The six and a half doesn't really scare me with the offense that they have. Uh, I just think with that offense. What about the defense that they have? That's that's a fair point. (laughs) I think it could be a shootout, and I think the Chiefs, uh, I like them to cover. Well, the Texans, uh, they scored 53 points against the Falcons, but they gave up something like 32. And if you're going to play that kind of game at Arrowhead against the Chiefs, you're going to lose. And probably pretty bad. Okay, I'm going to zip through a couple of games where we all agree on here. The Saints are at the Jaguars. The Jaguars mysteriously are giving one and a half points at home to a team that is, one would think, far superior. So we all picked the Saints. It looked like an upside-down line, and actually I would have expected the Saints to be favored by more than that on the road. I checked it twice to make sure. And the Bengals are at the Ravens, who are given ten and a half, which doesn't seem out of line. But I, we all still took the Bengals because we just thought it was too big a number. Too big a number. Okay, so we move along to a game we don't agree on. The Seahawks are at the Browns. They're giving a point and a half. That's another one that you look at and say, is that line right? I think. Um, my belief is that that line looks so out of line that the Seahawks should be favored by more that I took the Browns on the theory that Vegas knows something we don't. Mm -hmm. So I'm betting with the house here because everybody would have to look at that and say, well, I'm just jumping all over the Seahawks. Browns, much like the Titans, are a very tough-to-figure team where you kind of give up on them one week and then you think they're they're phenomenal the next. There's a reason people liked them earlier. 
they were that game in Monday night against the 49ers though. I, that was that was an absolute mess. In, in a game that I truly believe they would probably win that game. Yeah, I think we both picked them to win or at least I forgot what the spread was, but we we picked them in that game and it's it's kind of like you said every week uh, I'm not sure what to make of them. They have all this talent, but it just seems from from week to week they're they're so fickle that it's hard to bank on them and I think against the Seahawks against Russell Wilson, um I think that's a tough one for them. Baker Mayfield's needs to play better he, right now yeah, that's a, real like a 13 quarterback rating or something and that team will not manage to do much of anything if he doesn't play better it's not 13 out of 15 either quarterback rating goes way up higher than that. I, i'm I, i'm interested to see where that came from though because he played pretty well last year and i don't know if that's just a matter of everybody figuring him out or impressing league uh, you know he's pressing he's not you know he's forcing throws and it's just it's, it's not, not going shaking well. hands before games apparently which i guess is a deal i don't know i didn't know it was a big deal but apparently it is so we move along to a game involving those 49ers who are at the rams the rams are given three and a half points and i'm taking the niners because they look like the super bowl contender so far and the rams don't despite what we thought and what they did last year it's 1988 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still – I know the 49ers keep winning, and I shouldn't need much more convincing, but I still feel like I do, especially on the road against these Rams who, you know, it, it isn't last year, but they still have, you know, all the pieces in place. I still think they've got that explosive offense. Todd Gurley's got the knee thing going on, but, you know, I, I don't think that's a, a big line for them to cover. So I like the Rams. I think the Rams win this one too. I think the, the 49ers are, are probably due a – a letdown game after what happened on Monday night, and the Rams are, are are certainly a good enough team to beat them. All right, the Battle of the Birds, the Falcons flying out to the, play the Cardinals in Arizona. The Falcons are a two point pick, and I just I, I'm a glutton for punishment because I think I picked the Falcons probably three times, maybe four this year, <laughs> and they just look worse every single time. And I'm gonna give those two points and do it again because the Cardinals are not great. Now that you mentioned it, I'm not sure why I, I followed you down this this dark path but i did i still look at the falcons and i see all this potential even though i know to this point they've only disappointed in that regard gentry you've been saying it all along or at least since you know the titans played them in the lead up to, to the week four game just that the falcons have been uh among if not the most disappointing team this year as far as the record versus the talent they have i just think the what is it minus two I, I think the falcons with that offense i still think they're capable i still think they're able to cover against the cardinals i'll take the cardinals and the two at home just don't buy the falcons anymore giving up 53 to the text that's too much mm-hmm. and eric when we were down there you you just got the sense something wasn't right there just the, the body language of the team the feel of the arena the falcons are not in a good way and if they go to arizona and lose this game i think the next coach getting fired in the nfl is dan quinn this is the cliff as far as you know, if they if they win, I think they're still there's cliffs in the mountains. <laughs> You're right. Anyway, um, yeah, this s- this is draw the, the line in the sand game for Atlanta if they want to make anything out of their season. Right. Arizona's good enough to score a bunch of points too. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and uh, kind of power through a couple more of these that we all agreed on. The Cowboys are giving eight and a half points at the Jets, and we all picked the Cowboys because the Jets are terrible and the Cowboys aren't. And the Steelers, who are broken broken down quarterbackless and at the chargers which we think is a pretty decent team chargers given six and we all pick the chargers who is going to play quarterback for the steelers i don't know they don't they had the guy from tennessee what's his name dobbs I don't know. yeah dobbs josh dobbs and all they let him go and somebody picked him up who knows 
that's part of the reason why. And I'm a Steelers fan, and I just can't even bother to look it up anymore. It, you know, it they, can, uh, they can go sign Antonio Brown. They could. <laughs> they can't play, but <laughs> they can sign him. He's busy in school. They can maybe play a little quarterback. <laughs> We're going to come back to the Titans. We've got one more game to pick. Monday night, the Lions are at the Packers. The Packers are given four and a half. And we've all picked the Packers, and when we've discussed this, we also all agree that we're kind of overlooking what may be a pretty decent Detroit team, at least a very competitive one. Yeah, I think the Lions, you look at their schedule, which I'm pulling up at the moment, they, they've had a couple of games where you kind of look and they, they surprise tough you. with good teams, and they've beaten a couple of decent teams. Last week, they hunt tough with the Chiefs, lost by, or excuse me, in week four, uh, they lost by four. They're coming off a bye. So, I mean, all the more reason to to like them this week. But they've beaten the Eagles. They've beaten the Chargers. Um, they had that tie in week one against the Cardinals. So, they've, you know, they've they've had a good year. Um, I still kind of have trouble buying them. And I really like Aaron Rodgers in prime time. Uh, and I think the Packers are, are playing really well. You know, and they've got a running back. They've got a defense, I think. And there's a quarterback on the other side, Matt Stafford, Matthew Stafford, who's about to eclipse 40,000 yards. So a, yeah, not, a, a little bit of a like a quiet forty thousand, but he's the guy's never hurt. You know, I think he had mm-hmm. injury problems early in his career, and then he's a all big of a sudden, dude. yeah, all like of a sudden he's just invulnerable. Kind of, yeah. If he Cam Newton is too, and he's if he was all playing time. for a better team. I think he would be a, a well-known guy, probably. And I look forward to seeing him every Thanksgiving. <laughs> True, I I do think we're underestimating the Lions a little bit, but there's something about the the, the, the Packers that I believe I was made some headway last week as being the only one to pick them in Dallas against the Cowboys. You did. And um and that was without Devontae Adams. Now all of a sudden Aaron Jones becomes a superstar, gets it's four touchdowns in the game. Shows the versatility there and it also shows and this is one thing that the Titans necess- don't necessarily have. When you have Aaron Rodgers under center, you it makes up for a lot of things. And you can not have Devontae Adams and still go to Dallas and win that game. And I think Monday night showcase performance. How many times have we seen Aaron Rodgers and when the whole country's watching step up and play really well? Yep, they had a seventeen nothing lead at halftime against a, a pretty decent Cowboys team. So you know, I think with Aaron Rodgers with their defense, I think I think they're pretty good. All right, we uh, come back now to the last game that we'll pick, which is a Sunday game. To make clear, the Titans go out to the Rockies and play the Broncos. The Broncos are two and a half point pick, which means Eric. That the Titans will win. <laughs> Seems to be the way it's gone. You guys just make your arguments for, for picking the Broncos, and then I'm going to go ahead and say that's exactly why I'm taking the Titans. Well, I'm taking the Broncos because it's at altitude. They, they had a good game last week. I don't know if they're really figuring things out, but I think the Titans are very close to unraveling. They just have a lot of problems. And, well, and you, you got know, a Vic Fangio defense against an O-line that can't block. Yeah. With Von Miller on the field. Mm-hmm. That's that's the reasons you're picking the Titans because Correct. that's the reason we're picking the Broncos. Correct. You know what, Tommy's probably right. Oh, listen, there, 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 I can see that right <laughs> away. Two and is I lost my lucky nickel. I spent it, I think. So now I don't have a way to pick games. Two and O is underdogs. O and three is favorites. They just find a way to just do the exact opposite of what you expect them to, and I expect that trend to continue. All right, now we move along to our picks of the week. Uh, each of us picks a game that we like the best, the one we would bet on and probably lose our money. And I like the 49ers on the road at the Rams. Not a long trip, nice weather usually. Three and a half points I'm getting. So maybe if they don't win, 
I, I, you know, maybe they lose by three, but I think they're going to win. So I think that the Niners are one of the – they're the most overlooked story maybe in the league. I think that's fair. I went with the Packers minus four and a half at home against the Lions. Again, Aaron Rodgers on prime time. You know, I, I think I think for, you know, as much as we kind of just spoke about how the Lions and we might be underrating them, I think this Packers team is the real deal, is, you know, a, a legitimate contender. So I think four and a half at home should be cake for them. The Saints are getting a point and a half in Jacksonville. We talked about this already. I really did go look at the website and make sure that this line was correct when I saw it. I'm sorry if you, I, I you're, the Saints and you're getting points at Jacksonville. What am I missing here, y'all? Yeah, we all agree on that, and that's why it's probably going to go the other way right. because this is one of those games that Vegas makes all their money on, where where they have a line that any reasonable person will look and say. They screwed that up. This is they're trying to give me money here. I will take it. And then the Jags won twenty eight to four or something, you know. I mean, it's, just, it's one of those things that happens in the NFL and in the betting world. Mm-hmm. So that does it for this edition of Talking Titans, where as we do each and every week, we pick every NFL game against the line. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Tennessean.com, and you can subscribe to this podcast at iTunes, Google Play, and lots of other places where you find podcasts. And I am Tommy Dees for Eric Backrack and Gentry Estes. Uh, we'll see you next time. Talkin' Titans hosts each Thursday at Tennessean.com. You can also subscribe to Talkin' Titans for free on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I'm Sean King. Talkin' Titans is a production of the Tennessean. 